the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. Friend, God's looking at my heart and your heart today. And his heart is broken because some of us are still carrying things that we shouldn't be carrying. Maybe we've been carrying something from our family for years or someone where we worked or even somebody at the church. Who knows? You know and God knows. God wants full reconciliation. You can forgive. You can kneel and wash the feet of that person provided you have the heart of Jesus. But you can't do it without the heart of Jesus. On today's Healing Word broadcast, Pastor Jack Morris is here again, and he's going to continue the study of God's forgiveness and how we can live a life full of peace and contentment as we realize the meaning of that in our lives and how it transforms us into servants of Christ. Let's go to today's message, Total Forgiveness. Jesus knelt and washed the feet of the saints. Now, he, he washed all 12. He didn't wash 11 and say, Judas, you're the betrayer. I know what you're going to do. I know what you're up to. I know what's in your heart. Repent. If you repent, then I'll wash your feet. No, he got down and washed his feet when Judas was going out to sell him for 30 pieces of silver, kiss him on the cheek, and have the police recognize him so he could be arrested. Jesus still knelt down and washed his feet. Now, if we have the heart of Jesus, we're going to be able to kneel like Jesus knelt. Now, today, total forgiveness. But just one little more review. Last week, when I talked about forgiveness, I said there were three types. uh, And this is only for paper, putting it on paper, because it really doesn't work this way. Either either we forgive or we don't forgive. It's like saying, you know, so-and-so is a a little bit pregnant. How can you... (laughs) How can you be a little bit pregnant? <clears throat> Just play, I, I didn't even say that. I, I, <laughs> there is that detached forgiveness. You know, the person will say, I'm forgiving him or I'm forgiving her. Now, that will reduce the negative feelings we have against him or her. But then we'll go another step further and we'll either say it or we'll think it. I'll forgive, but I hope I never see him again. I hope I never see her again. I, I don't want to have anything to do with them. If I never see them again, it'll be too soon. You know, detached forgiveness. Just detached. They're out there. Then there's that limited forgiveness. It's sort of somewhat similar to the uh, detached forgiveness in that it will reduce negative feelings, but we'll, we'll say, okay, I forgive, and, and when I, I bump into that person, you know, I'll smile, I'll be civil, and uh, I'll shake hands. I may even give them a hug if they put their arms around me first, you know. <laughs> I'll not go looking for them with open arms. And, but, you know, Pastor, I'll forgive them, but I'll never feel the same toward them again. 
Now listen, friend. If God forgave you that way and said, yeah, I'll forgive him, I'll forgive her, but I'll never feel the same toward that person. Friend, we'd be in a bad way, wouldn't we? We'd be in a bad way. When God forgives, he totally forgives. He puts it away. He restores. There's complete reconciliation. That's what I want to talk to you about just a little bit today. Offenses happen. We live in a broken world, and we're humans. There's things going to happen on the job. There are things going to happen in the home. There are things that are going to happen at church. Hey, did you know that? Church people. <laughs> it happens because we're human. And we need to be tolerant. We need to be forgiving because we are forgiven and we are continually being forgiven by the Lord. The Lord has done so many great and wonderful things. One man... I told, you know, I, I tell stories sometimes. I like to tell stories. Um, and uh, if I can't think of a new one, I'll tell an old one. And you're always gracious. You'll laugh at it. <laughs> so I'll keep on telling the old ones if I can't think of a new one. But uh, the pastor met this former member on the street. They came face to face. And then the pastor knew that he had been going from church to church, you know, a few, few weeks here and then a few weeks there and then a few weeks at another church. And the pastor asked him how he was doing, what he was looking for in a church. And he said, well, I'm looking for Christ-like people, people who are truly Christians, who, who will treat me with Christ-likeness. I, I'm looking for that perfect church. And the pastor said, oh, when you find it, please don't go in. You'll ruin it because it'll never be perfect again. <laughs> Friends, you and I both are imperfect. There was only one who was perfect, and that was Jesus. You know his name. Now, forgiveness is an act of the will. You have to want to forgive. See, you have to want to be a Christian, to become one. You have to want to be baptized in order to be baptized. Most everything we do, we have to want to do it. But if you don't want to do it, and believe it or not, do you know there are some people who don't want to forgive? Oh, they'll say they do. Oh, I wish I could get this out of my mind. But secretly, every time they talk about that person that offended them, they sort of get an adrenaline rush. So that's, that sort of feels good. And secondly, if they forgave, they would not get all the sympathy that they're getting. You know, people... I'm so sorry for you. You've been hurt. You know, and they like that. It feels good. I've been boozed. Somebody sympathized. So they'll hold on to it and hold on to it. And they'll milk the last drop of sympathy from whoever they can milk it from. But you have to want to forgive. You have to want to become a Christian. Whatever you do, the want to must be there. You must choose to obey the word of God, or you're not going to obey it. It must be a choice. Each new day is a gift from God. Isn't that wonderful? Thank God for today. So, friend, take that new gift. Don't turn today into yesterday's pain. Yesterday, you were grieving, hurting, angry, bitter, don't bring all that anger and bitterness in today and then you bring it into tomorrow and then into next month and you just keep it going, keep it going. You can stop it. Do you know that? You can stop it by forgiving and God's going to give you grace to do just that.
forgive, release that person, and you will experience a great freedom into liberty yourself. Now, look at the screen. We're going to read verse 13. Uh, read it in unison. Offenses happen. Now, read. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Now, that word bear is underlined because it simply means we, Jesus carried our sins. He, he bare or bore uh, the burden of our guilt. We all transgressed against him. We all did him wrong. We all sold him out. But now we come to him and ask for forgiveness and he bears our sins. And for us, that simply means be tolerant. Don't be so rigid. I mean, give it up. Be tolerant with each other. Why do you want to act that way? Why do you want to keep, keep that going? Keep feeling that way. It's not good for you, your family. It's not good for anybody. And it certainly grieves God and it's disobedience to the Lord. Do you want to keep on disobeying God? How many days? How many weeks? How many months have you been living in disobedience? Like I said last Sunday, we took communion. Don't come and take communion if you have an aggrievance and you haven't prayed about it, asked for forgiveness, and sought reconciliation. You'll drink damnation to your soul. Friend, bear with one another. Bear one another's burdens. Tolerance. Now, put up the next scripture, please. That's the same one as... No. Okay, read it with me. Forgive as the Lord has forgiven you so you should also forgive one another. Now, how are we to forgive? So I can forgive with a detachment. I never want to see him again or her again. I can forgive uh, limitedly. Uh, if I run into him, I'll speak to him and be civil. Uh, but is that how the Lord forgive as the Lord has forgiven you? Now, notice that sentence is broken into two halves. Notice it. Want to put it on the screen, the two halves? Okay, notice, as so. You see that? Okay, there it is. There are two halves to this sentence. As and so. As you have been given, so do likewise. The pastor, you're asking a lot. No, Jesus is asking a lot. But he's bringing a lot of strength and power to make it happen. He knows you can't do it in yourselves. Now, what nobler motive can we have than this? You know, the... The deepest need that we have is forgiveness, and the Lord has forgiven us. And if you're, you haven't been forgiven, you haven't received Jesus and been baptized yet, come to the Lord today. Receive him as your personal Savior. He'll come into your heart. He'll love you and forgive you and make you a new person in him. It'll be wonderful. But forgive as the Lord has forgiven you. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message. Following an invitation for you to learn more about the Largo Community Church by visiting our website, largocc.org. There, you'll find links to all the ministries the church has to offer, including Sunday school, men's and women's fellowships, small groups, youth ministries, and many more. There's also a link for you to join our live worship services every Sunday morning at 9 and 11 o'clock and a donation tab where you can partner with us in reaching the metropolitan area with the Healing Word Ministry. We invite you to visit LargoCC.org and get involved in our dynamic and growing ministry, the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. Now, 
Let's return to the conclusion of today's message. The other week I talked about Peter asking the Lord, Lord, how many times should I forgive a person? You see, the, the Jewish rabbi said three times. You forgive him once, you forgive him the second time, forgive him the third time. So Peter was big magnanimous. He said, seven times? I mean, that person doing the same thing, offending you the same way, over and over and over. You know, after a while, you say, hey, enough is enough. Jesus said, enough is never enough. Because Jesus continues to forgive me even after I have been forgiven. He comes and forgives me again for my waywardness and my sinfulness and my humanness. He's merciful. Then, because of that statement that Jesus was asked by Peter, Jesus went on and told a parable or a story about a king who had a servant that owed him 10,000 talents. Now, I couldn't believe this hardly myself, but uh, this is what the research bears out. 10,000 talents. Now, there were money came in, in different measurements and different weights and different values then. Just like money today, there's a dollar bill, there's a $5 bill, there's a $10 bill. You know, you just keep on. Well, there were, there were talents, and then there were shekels, and then there was the denarius, or denarii. Uh, but it, it took a lot of shekels and a lot of denarii to come up to a talent. Now, we'd say, oh, it takes a lot of work, a lot of money to come to a million dollars. Well, a talent was like that, but it was even more than that. It actually took a common laborer 20 years in order to get one talent. 20 years to get one talent. How many years does it take to, to get one million dollars? It's, it's sort of flow with this and, and think in, in, in those terms. Uh, the, 20 years. Well, if 10 talents took 20 years to get one, it would take 20,000 years <laughs> for, of working, 20,000 years to get 10,000 talents. Well, the Lord Jesus is saying how magnanimous his heart is to forgive us of the sin that we have. So 20,000 years to get 10,000 talents and a talent, 10,000 talents in today's funds, today's money, would equal $6 billion dollars. So here comes this guy in who owes the king $6 billion. And he says, I, I don't have that money on me right now. <laughs> I, I don't have $6 billion to pay my way out of here. So what the king did, the king did exactly what, was, what they did in that time in that ancient world. He was not doing anything unusual. He said, okay, you go to prison, but we're going to sell your wife and your children, and I'm going to recoup as much money as I possibly can. That's how they did it in the ancient world. And that man dropped on his knees, and he prayed, the, the servant did, that owed the six, six billion. And he prayed that uh, the king would forgive him. The scripture said the king had compassion. And the king forgave him six billion Dollars. Well, what is Jesus saying here? Jesus is saying, your sin is heavy, it's weighty, it's big, it's great, it's greater than anything you can pay. Even if you had six billion dollars, that wouldn't be enough to save your soul. We think, you know, I, I got saved. I was baptized. A little stuff, you know. If I can't make this baptismal service, I'll catch the next one. We, we, we treat it so lightly. And Jesus is trying to show us in this parable how 
how great sin is and how impossible it is. You don't have 20,000 years to raise $6 billion. No, I don't. We don't. And so Jesus is pointing this out. Well, that servant goes out and he grabs his, his servant by the throat and he said, you owe me $12,000. And he put him in prison. Well, $12,000, the man goes to prison, but for $6 billion, the other man is forgiven. So what the Lord is saying, I have forgiven you, you, everybody here today, and me, every one of us, I've forgiven you $6 billion worth of sins, and you can't forgive your neighbor $12,000? Why, what you're being asked to forgive is absolutely nothing in comparison to what he has forgiven. Can you say praise the Lord? (laughs) You're saved. Your sins are gone. The Lord paid the debt through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. What a savior. How much he loves us. How much he values us. This is what God has done. Now, I cannot forgive unless I keep in my mind as so. As the Lord has forgiven me $6 billion, I can forgive somebody 12000 I can do the little thing. God isn't asking you to save that person's soul. God is asking you to be reconciled to your brother, reconciled to your sister. He's asking you for a little thing in comparison to the big thing. Well, now here's, here's how we respond to those who, when we are offended, when we are hurt, when somebody transgresses against us or steps on our feelings. And remember this, nobody really I don't believe at the Largo Community Church in particular, ever intended to step on anybody's feelings. This is a very loving congregation. Truly it is. Love covers a multitude of sins. Covers mine, it'll cover yours. Love does. But when a person is offended, they have three choices. Now think about it. You have choices, and I have choices. Number one, we can flee. What's the second one? Third? All right. For some unknown reason, the first two seems to be the most appealing. We can flee. We don't want to have anything to do. We want a a distance between us. Now, that'll happen at work. Do you know how it... Let me see if I can make it as practical as I can. At work, when we're offended by somebody, we, we may go to our supervisor and say, can you have that person transferred out of here? I don't want to drink coffee with him in the morning or or her in the morning. And if you can't get that person transferred out, please, sir or ma'am, could you get me transferred to another department? I want to flee. It's like the man that I told you about that was looking for another church. Something went wrong. So he thought he could find a better congregation to go to. And he met his pastor, and his pastor says, hey, you're a sinner just like everybody else. We, We want to run away, get out. A change. The natural thing to do is to flee or fight. The unnatural thing to do or the supernatural thing to do is to forgive. That's the supernatural thing to do. There must be full reconciliation. If there is not full reconciliation, friend, come to this altar. Confess openly before God and before anybody else. 
because you've talked about your problem before other people. Haven't you? You haven't? You've kept your offense very secret. Nobody knows that you were offended but you. Come on, friend. Let's be honest with God and honest with ourselves. Come to the Lord today. Open your heart. And he will bless you. He will love you. You will release that person. You will feel a great release. You will feel like you've been born again. And indeed, you will have. It'll be a great experience. Years ago, a mother was dying. She did die just a few days after this event. She had two sons. They were middle-aged guys. They were in their early 50s. But these two boys fell out years ago with each other. They didn't get along with each other. Actually, they never spoke to each other. They never had any association with their two families because they had a fallen out. And neither of them had the humility or the grace to ask the other for forgiveness and reconciliation. Writing cards, one of the sons, the girl had grown up, she was getting married, and they were writing the cards, and the teenage son looked at the cards, and he said, Mom, none of Dad's people are invited. And the mother said, Well, son, we haven't had anything to do with that family for years. So here's the mother dying, and here those two boys show up in the hospital room with their mother. One of them walked down this side of the bed. The other one came in and walked down that side of the bed. Neither boys spoke to each other. Neither looked at each other. And here's that poor mother. My boys, my sons, I love them equally. She's died. She died about four days after this event. And she said, I think the name was Jim. said, Jim, give me your hand. That was the oldest boy. Took him by the hand. And she put his hand right on her chest. And she said, Larry, she said, give me your hand. Larry gave her hand. She took Larry's hand and put it right on top of Jim's hand. And then she put her hand on top of their hand. And with tears, she said, I love you. I don't want to leave this world with you two boys in the condition you're in. Prosperous, good jobs, good income, great families but you have no love in your heart for the other. You don't speak for years. Don't let me die in this condition. Full reconciliation. Friend, God's looking at my heart and your heart today. And his heart is broken because some of us are still carrying things that we shouldn't be carrying. Maybe we've been carrying something from our family for years or someone where we worked or even somebody at the church. Who knows? You know and God knows. God wants full reconciliation. You can forgive. You can kneel and wash the feet of that person, provided you have the heart of Jesus. But you can't do it without the heart of Jesus. But he gives you his heart. And if you will pray today, come to the Lord, confess openly, God will make it all brand new to you. Friend, are you Christ-like? Am I Christ-like? Today I can be Christ-like. If I want to be, if I'll come to Christ. Amen. Amen. All right, let's bow our heads. Father God, we ask for your help. Thank you for loving us, remembering our frame, that we are but dust, that we are just flesh and blood with all the human frailties. Help us now, Lord, to move beyond, to move up to a higher level, closer to the heart of God. Forgive us for carrying grudges, offenses. Forgive us for holding that in my heart, for not loving as you have loved me. 
not loving my brother, not loving my sister, a family member, a spouse, a colleague, a fellow student, a fellow church member. Lord, you will abundantly forgive and you will forgive now. Help us, it'll please you. The Father will rejoice and the angels of heaven will shout for joy. Thank you for your mercy, your grace. If you just prayed that prayer with Pastor Morris, I invite you to reach out by sending an email to contact us at thehealingwordministries.org and share your story with us. The Healing Word is a ministry of the Largo Community Church and exists to grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. But we can't do it alone. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry? And consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow. You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. You can also mail a check made out to The Healing Word to 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland, 20721. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.